0: Welcome to Matter of Fat, a body positive podcast with Midwest sensibilities. Hi, I'm Kat Palavoda, a local fat feminist, shop owner, and you know, I've interacted with more people in real life in the last month than I have in the last 15 months before. It is very weird and also kind of wonderful. I'm joined by my co host and producer, Soraya Bogani. Hi, I'm Soraya. I'm a fat, multiracial, Minneapolitan millennial who never
1: gives up, even when it comes to social anxiety. Social anxiety is my own personal Rick Astley. <laughs> who is Rick Astley? Astley. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna turn around and desert, desert you. you. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, I swear. This is like self-deprecating humor, maybe, but also that was a really good mention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I it. like
1: a deep, I like a deep cut and also I'm so embarrassed I just sang that and it's recorded and I have to edit it and listen to it I and you have to listen to it I right love that now. you're
0: just saying it. And also, I just don't think we know, I mean, we've discussed this, you know, names of people like that, but the general public, I don't think does. So you got Rickrolled, Pat.
1: The- <laughs> you got Rickrolled.
0: Oh but God. you know what else we
1: won't give up? What? Let's just keep <laughs> What? These effing fireworks. Oh, shoot. Like, I just want y'all to know you may hear them in the background or you may not, but people love blowing things up out here and seemingly really everywhere this time of year. So yeah. just be, just be on, on
0: alert. Tis the season. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, on Matter of Fat, we're here to talk about the cultural politics of fat liberation with a Midwest perspective. And this is a fat
1: dish episode, which means it's just Kat and I chatting about so much. Um, and you can catch another interview episode next
0: time. Yeah, it's us. And this time we are... Uh, Gabbing about what we've been up to, talking about body and self-care as we get hopefully closer to kind of exiting, moving toward a pandemic exit, and some more Fat Dish, all as as a matter matter
1: matter of
0: fat. Okay, it's time for personal dish. Okay, but we have some matter of fat specific things that we've got to share Hot off the presses. Yeah. I
1: don't I don't know if there's nothing being printed right now. There is some mutual personal dish that's also matter of fat related. Uh And it was just this dreamy um Thursday, like a full Thursday, mm-hmm. where I found out that I just have a lot of opinions about things that I didn't think I had opinions
0: I about. I feel like we so. knew, I mean, I, I've, I've, okay. I think it both
1: as like pretty opinionated
0: Think <laughs> <laughs> We're both pretty opinionated. Um, yeah. But yeah, so some of you may have seen, it. I did a little teaser picture on our socials, but Soraya and I were asked to be part of this um, fun project our friend Alec is working on. Uh, which is like a series of fun reaction videos to Midwest things which like could you think of something more perfect for us sharing our bountiful opinions about Midwest specific stuff it was it was perfect
1: we've been working to this moment for the past (laughs) three years slash our whole lives so it was really fun though it was fun to Watch different movies, um, look at different artists, both musical and, you know, like painting and other art kind of media. Talk about the Mall of America. Talk about the state fair. Talk about Target. Try some, tra- talk about Target. I mean, call it a day. <laughs> yeah. what, what else do you need to do to talk about well, Minnesota? You were
0: going to say we got to try beers too and like give our, our, um our, I don't know, reviews and rankings. Yeah, and
1: rankings. And Alex shows some really good ones, too. Yeah. To test about local local breweries,
0: local brews. It was that were quite interesting. It was so, so, so much fun. Um, and I think it's going to come out like within a month or so. But we will, of course, be sharing when it does. I imagine there might be some kind of like longer videos and then also some short snippets. And so we'll be really excited to share those with you all when they come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was so much fun.
1: It was the first day. So like, obviously Kat is out at her shop on a regular basis, but that was the first day where I was away from my home space other than like with family, um, for an extended amount of time. So that was a nice reintroduction to the world.
0: Yeah, we did it. It yeah. was a, it was a lo- it was like several hours of filming and then we had tacos after. So you like, you were out of the house like eight hours or something. <laughs> It was like,
1: it was like real life again. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Centro and it was so nice. The patio there is quite good. We are not getting paid for this. Although I would not be opposed to being paid in tacos.
0: I would be very open to to that. Fat cash, Mm -hmm. but like taco style. Oh, I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delightful. Yeah. What was fun too is, okay, so Kat
1: and I had our first like outside patio moment that once it was safe, once we were both Mm vaxxed. And then... Uh, We ran into a friend from New Leaders Council when we did that, like, a month ago or so. Oh, yeah, at this point. And then this time, we ran into Sarah, who's another NLC
0: friend. So that was really nice, too. Yeah, it's just, like, to be in the world, run into people, so fun. Because I know, Mm -hmm. Sarah, your work with the board this year, it's just all been virtual the whole year. So it's probably especially fun to run into people that you've been, like, working with closely, but not closely in person. It feels bizarre, like to see them up first and be like, oh my God. There's so much dimension
1: in your face. <laughs> it's not 2D anymore. Um, for everybody who's like, what are these ladies talking about? So NLC is New Leaders Council, uh, which like hosts a leadership institute for six months. And I was a fellow in 2020. And Kat
0: introduced me to NLC. Yeah. Um, yeah and we've and... talked about it before on the pod. But if you have not caught that before, thanks for popping in with the info. Because, I mean, the people are going to want to know.
1: Also, like, no lie. Every time you had talked about it before I actually knew what it was, I just had no idea what it was. <laughs> Like, the NLC, like, I was like, it stands for something. It stands for New Leaders Council. It's a leadership institute. And I was on the board um, that for it this year. And it just wrapped up. Our last meeting for this year's board wrapped up the other day. And that feels a little bittersweet, but also really fun to see all the work we did, even though it was 100% virtual. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That is cool.
0: What else? What else is new?
1: Just catching up with friends again. Uh, Friends who are visiting from out of town, friends who are moving soon, Um, going to someone's house and, like, meeting a bunch of new people um, sounds like really – that would have been very anxiety-inducing to Soraya back in the day, Mm -hmm. but – Was really fun this time around. I was like very into it because it has some novelty to it. Um. So that's fun. And yet, and yet, Uh an event that I was really excited to attend with people that I knew would be there, I just, that anxiety crept up real hard and was like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yes. I am sure I have waited months to be with people to go places to go do things and it's like hey, are you sure though and it's like no I'm not sure mm. I'll just stay in my house and chill out for a little bit so I'll just say that this reintroduction thing is really hard yeah. and I'll talked with a few other friends about it but like we're lucky enough to be in a position to feel comfortable going to hang out with people um I, it feels a little tenuous to me with all these variants running around, but, um, yeah, for now I think it's just tricky and there's no, oh my God, do I say it? Precedent. (laughs) It's (laughs) unprecedented. uh, (laughs) It is unprecedented (laughs) to figure out how to reintegrate after so much time away. So I think I'm just navigating that and feeling good about that in the midst of a Minnesota summer. Yeah. I think that's totally
0: normal. And actually, so for me, my shop is open, and so I'm seeing just, like, lots of people, which is really wild and wonderful. Um, But also, it's my, like, because I – it's, you know, a a shop – it, um, our main business is on weekends and actually with our summer hours for cake um we're just open to the public on Fridays and Saturdays but within that schedule me being back on the floor working all the time that we're open means that like I have a guaranteed I can't do anything on Friday or Saturday besides work yeah <laughs> so I don't yeah I think that that's helping me to be honest like there's just less stuff that I'm feeling like I need to do it. It's my, you know, I've had to become really good at saying no to things. Uh, and I had kind of from the beginning of the shop opening, especially for weekend stuff. But mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so like now I'm back in real life, but also like my standard excuses is, is there too, which is um, weird in some ways, but also kind of nice in other ways, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can I tell you, like, it is so fun to see people, I mean, new faces to the shop, old faces that have just been regulars the whole time oh my gosh Soraya they're okay so we've been open four weeks four weekends we've been open there so at weekend three there were two people not together that had come in every single weekend i mean like there's been multiple repeats already Aww. but two folks who would come every single weekend and then this past weekend one of them came back and she came kind of later in the day on saturday we were only open for a couple hours longer and as she left she's like did that other person come in or do i get the record Aww. And I was like, well, they have three I hours, <laughs> but they did not come in. So Heidi gets the record.
1: <laughs> I love that so yeah, much. That's very cute. It's just great.
0: And it's, so there's just been so much like fun in seeing people. Um, and I just feel so lucky to get to see people. Yeah. Like that person who's been in four times in the last month, like it's incredible. Um, so yeah, that's been really, really fun.
1: Oh, I, and I think too, I don't know their motivations for coming every, every single time, <laughs> every weekend you've been open. But uh, we were talking about this when we were at Centro, too. It's just like clothing, which I know fashion and clothing is obviously a central point of conversation for us. But, you know, for me, I didn't feel like I could go to a place and just have a variety of options that were. Within a budget or like a budget, I felt comfortable spending on clothes until cake. Mm. And I just think, you know, that has been sorely missed for a lot of people. And so I can't imagine the joy and like normalcy. And um I don't know, sense of. I can't even find the right words for it, that cuz it is unprecedented but like <laughs> I'm just being able to come yeah. back to it to a go shop, back to that yeah, yeah and have that that experience that I know you do a good job of curating um but like Good for them. Good for them. I haven't come by yet once, so I bad for me. That's okay. I, I'm I'm
0: there every Friday Saturday. Where the, <laughs> you, you know you deal with enough.
1: I'm scared. to yeah.
0: <laughs> impose <laughs> but, that upon you during a long business day. No, but but, but um, that's yeah. all. But that's all really kind of you to say, and I g- agree. I think that people are just really eager to kind of get back to normal, um, in ways that. And it's still like not totally normal we're wearing masks there's a line outside i got a capacity maximum you know it's not like mm-hmm. totally back to normal um but it feels good enough where i think everyone's very very into that and also we've just like had a lot of really good things come in and out of the shop lots of awesome inventory coming through and so people are are you know excited to shop that uh, and also like i don't know people's bodies are changing and i think we have a little more to say about that as we get a little further on but before we do we should talk about more personal things. Soraya, I know you got a haircut. <laughs> Sorry. I really just snorted at you saying that I got a you haircut. Like a, big, a big personal development. I, mean, I feel like it's like, yeah. yeah that's, but I mean, when you have long hair like you, you don't get your hair cut every day. You get it cut every like several, several months, right? Yeah, that's true. And I love my stylist.
1: Carly yeah. is the best. Shout out Stellar Hair. Again, they're not paying us in haircuts or bang trims. Also, those are free, but I don't oh, yeah. know that you get because it. I haven't really had bangs yep. before. So <laughs> that's a fun development. I have bangs, but I don't have bangs. They're like tiered like and swoop. like spoopy. They're good. They're real good. Yeah, She just does a great job. I love Carly. And uh, it is. it's just like, okay, what we were talking about with your shop, like getting to a position where you can go to the salon and just have like the wildest but most fun and like enjoyable conversation with your stylist it's like that's what I miss like that is great and they're doing a really good job of like still being pretty COVID aware so everybody's still masked up and you shouldn't bring things in you can't go into the salon until it's time for you to go in and um, I think I like that actually I like it it isn't the exact same like I can't get a LaCroix right mm-hmm. which also was a hallmark <laughs> the of your salon moment yeah. um but I'm okay with it because they're considering the safety of everybody and I really dig that even more than sparkling water apparently but yeah um new hair who did it's you. Uh, it's me it's Soraya and I was able to style it for our video yes, too which did. I was pretty impressed yeah. with so I am a low maintenance kind of gal so
0: I love that, that was fun yeah Oh, that's so great. Um, Can I do a quick media check and share some things that I've been reading? oh yeah uh okay so i read this remember i like texted you the other day and was like who's casey wilson <laughs> i didn't know who this person was but i got um her memoir from like my libro fm like early listen kind of i, I get some like freebie uh, audiobooks every you're month you're an influencer i love am okay uh you're but... <laughs> a book influencer and a snack pack influencer i mean i, I can Hair not clip.
1: jello not the pudding
0: <laughs> Um, but I, I read her memoir (laughs) Called The Wreckage of My Presence. And I was so like surprised that I liked it so much, especially because I think one of the most fun things for me with memoirs is that when I read them of folks that I'm familiar with, they talk about TV shows that they're on or podcasts they have or things that they do. And it's like if I'm consuming those things, I love to hear about them. Um, But for her, she was mentioning all these things that like, I mean, I'd heard of the show Happy Endings, never seen it. I heard of the podcast Bitch Sesh, never listened to it. And so it was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just so surprised how much I enjoyed it, but I thought it was really, really good. So there was like a little, you know, dieting and body size um, were a theme throughout and related to her relationship with her mother. And I thought there were a few moments I was like, oh. I don't like this. But for the most part, I thought she handled it really, really well. Um, uh, yeah. So it was, so uh, with that kind of content warning in mind, I would definitely recommend. And and I'm kind of, for a long a bit here. I've been kind of off my romance novel train. I've been just kind of watching lots of TV <clears throat> criminal minds. Um, but I got <laughs> back in the in the romance audiobook mood. And the best one I have listened to recently is called The Roommate um, by Rosie. Oh, I can't think of Rosie's last name. But if the, the roommate um, O'Donnell. Just no, kidding. I don't think she writes romance. No, yes. Absolutely not. No. <laughs>
1: um
0: and I actually went out of order accidentally and listened to the first one or the second one first, which which I thought was pretty good, but the first one was really good. Um and it was fun because I've mentioned that Pasashia, who I work with, we both read a lot. Well, she like read reads and I listen to audiobooks, and we chat about what we read, but this time like we both read this book really close to each other. Like she just finished it and then I started it. And so it was really fun to have someone to share play by plays with. Like, 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 I'm fifty-two percent in. They're on the couch talking about this. Wow, what's gonna happen? You know, it's just like so fun. (laughs) Oh my god, it was just great. I, okay, so
1: you are an influencer both for the Libro FM crew and for myself of getting me to listen to books that I wouldn't listen to otherwise, and I did start one and got pretty far, in it's Get a Life, Chloe Brown, which I know you oh, yes recommended yes. a long time ago, but I yeah. finally got it through Libby. Libby finally came through because it's oh, a popular Libby. book.
0: It's a popular yeah, it listen.
1: Is. So I started. It's quite good so far. I enjoy it mm-hmm. quite a bit.
0: Um, uh, are Are you listening to it?
1: Yeah. yeah, I really,
0: I hate to put this idea in your head if it's not there already, but I didn't love the narrator for that book. It really like took me a while to get into it because um, of the narrator, the um, there's three books in that series, and the narrator is the same one for the second two, and it changes from the first. So I think that I was not the only person who was like, I feel like that's kind of mismatched. But I I'm so glad that you when like that it. Happens. I can't stand it when a series changes narrators. Oh. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. just stick with it. If you're gonna do it, just stick with it. Because I get so used to it.
1: Yeah, but I that's think okay.
0: Normally I feel the same, but in this instance, because I so actively disliked the narrator, I was okay. really happy there was someone different. Um, but that is like, I i don't know. I thought that that book had a lot of like nice steaminess in it and really, really enjoyed it. So I'm glad you're listening to it. Oh, it hasn't gotten steamy yet. I'm really oh, just at the beginning. Okay, it got,
1: okay it got, got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, my friend. <laughs> okay, but you mentioned Criminal Minds. Also, oh, before I forget, Casey Wilson. Yeah, I think it's interesting what came up about body image and stuff like that because she – Kind of regularly is defaulted to being the fat friend, especially in mm-hmm. Happy Endings. I do not think you will like how she's portrayed, but mm-hmm. you should watch it and let me know. Also, it's a little bit dated. Like, I don't think it plays as well as it did when it first came out. Yeah, It's also kind of interesting, the synchronicity of us talking about this, because when we talked about um, in a previous pod look uh, about Sierra Teller Ornelas, um, she wrote for happy endings so. i remember
0: that and actually so like it's so funny like that was like a tick in the like gotta watch this column and then yeah. now listening to this book, I'm like okay i really have to watch it now
1: <laughs> yeah i'd be interested to hear your thoughts for sure i watched it also so long ago and it's just got a cult following of people who like comedy and sitcoms and all that yeah kind of stuff. so yeah but okay um as far as television goes criminal minds i've had to swerve off of it a little bit and i come back and it's just like
0: ridiculous. So, it gets weird. It gets it's weird. It's so
1: weird. It it's gets so weird. Bizarre. And uh-huh. I think like every show that goes for any number of seasons has to. It yep. already started out as weird. And now it's just bonkers. Like every episode I watch I'm like what now? I know, huh?
0: I know. I think Who? this I think it just went way too long. You gotta quit while it's still fun and then not why are you so still weird. It? Oh well I'm <laughs> I'm gonna finish that series. Like yeah. I am this deep in, I'm gonna finish it. Actually, sorry, I've been googling like, did the writing change after season eleven? Like what like why oh, is does this just it get weirder? So- Oh my I'm god. On season 11 right now. Well, I thought 11 was great. I thought it was so full of suspense. Like the the series finale or the, excuse me, the season finale of 10 going into 11, 11s when Derek Morgan leaves, all the stuff with Hotch happens. Oh my god, it's just so I thought it was so good. And then it, like 12 is like still good, but real weird. And then after that, it's just like, but I think part of it is that so many of the main characters that we've grown accustomed to aren't part of the cast and it just feels different. And as each one leaves, it just feels more and more funny. It's just buck wild. Yep.
1: It is like if this was any other organization, all of these people would be pulled apart and the unit would be disbanded. Yeah. The wildness of it. I just... I cannot. And I think that's why I had to like start watching some other things. I will come back to it. I am invested. I'm this far into it. Um, but I just needed a little bit of a palette cleanser. And I've been watching a lot of things as a palate cleanser, actually. Um, and you have too. Like I caught up yeah. on the new season of Dave, which is oh, yeah. also
0: so bizarre. Did you so I, weird? I just finished the fourth episode today. Have you seen Cream the fourth of Abdul Jabbar? It was so there it's just every yes, that's the episode. Every yeah. episode is just there's so many cringe worthy moments. But I guess it's like on purpose, right? I think I think okay, I haven't seen um oh it's
1: a new movie. Is it just Zola? Is that what it's called? I've it's, heard of it, but I don't know of it. Like yeah, I, know, I, think, I don't know about it. I'm so excited to watch it. Um I won't get into it, but there was uh, an interview with Sam Sanders and oh, Riley Key. I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know how to say her last name. She's an actress. Anyways, just talking about how like it's okay to have protagonists that are not uh, sympathetic, yeah. and I think that is truly what is coming to play in the show Dave, which stars uh Dave Bird,
0: aka Lil Dicky, who Lil is a real
1: rapper. <laughs> what a an, And he's just the worst. Yeah, he's, he's the worst. really
0: bad. And most people on that show are bad. I think Gaeta is like the only, and maybe the girlfriend. No, the side characters They're are, all but Yeah. Like, I just they're Dave is human. the worst. Yeah. They're yeah. they're <laughs> incredibly human. <laughs>
1: Which I think is why I keep watching it. And also yeah. the um like how close it is to Hollywood yeah. slash the music industry is kind of interesting. It's also created by all these music industry folks. Yeah. So I'm like, how much of this is just like an elaborate joke on yourself? Yeah versus how much of this is reality.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just do not know. And it's well, quite interesting. And I think one of the things that keeps us both watching as well is that there is like some really good commentary on like identity and Humanity. social issues. Like, there's just, mm-hmm. there's a, it feels like every episode, there's like a couple little things where it's like, thank you for saying that. That's very smart. I'm glad we're thinking about this. In addition to just cringe moments that are just, that was very not smart. That was the antithesis of smart.
1: And I feel yeah. like, uh, I wish I had those moments of my life back. For you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would, yeah. would Oh man. And yet, here we are. I think season one was beautiful, right? And like yeah. season two, you just, I, it's hard. It's hard. I'm going to keep watching, but it's uncomfortable because of who his character is and the decisions yeah. that he makes.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I agree. We'll watch, and also very uncomfortable. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I guess not that much different from Criminal <laughs> yes. mind. Well, it's like uncomfortable uh, in a different way, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know um, you don't watch this show, but The Bold Type is the show from Freeform that I've always just loved so much, and it's the final season. And I watched this morning the series finale of it, and okay. I would just like to give a little shout out to anybody else who watches that show because it's just it's not perfect, but it's really good. And I I liked how things wrapped up. It's like you know with series finales, you're like, oh, I don't know. But I thought that there was like a, I mean, it was mostly predictable, but a few little plot twists, and I thought it was just, just so, so great. That sounds delightful. You've never watched um, it, have
1: you? I tried. I it's can't okay. Get into it. It's I mean, which is weird because I love glitz and glam. Like, let me tell you, every time Instagram gives me an ad for the new Gossip Girl, I get really psyched. Yeah, you love Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't say it so loudly. Um, But like, (laughs) yeah, I watched the whole series uh, when it came out, and I recently did a rewatch, and by that I mean like in the last year um but like i am interested to see what they do with this new one Mm -hmm. but hbo has been where it's at for me i watched all of hacks which is very very good very very funny um did you watch the one with our
0: guy from Three weddings or four weddings and a funeral starstruck baby (laughs) that's like so well done so good
1: it's very good starstruck um is amazing. It's a little British short run series uh, where this very famous actor, this girl, like hooks up with this very famous actor, does not realize it's him, and it's kind of like an ill fated story of them getting together slash not getting together. It's just real well done. It's just very well done, lighthearted, funny. Um, Rose. Oh, uh, Matafeo. I'm probably getting her name wrong. I'm sorry. But she is the comedian who I believe is a New Zealander who is just brilliant. So that's a great show. It looks uh, another so Another thing on HBO Max that I just started watching is called Full Bloom. And it is... Um, a Competition a la Great British Baking Show takes place in the US and it's with uh, floral artists or forests. Oh, how and cool! It's very cool. I love it so much. I'm very into it. Um, because it's like hip and irreverent, um, and beautiful. And like, uh, we, I mean, US competitions usually get kind of cutthroat, yeah. But this is not that this is not that they like translated that whole great british baking show ethos very well and i just enjoy it and also like sometimes i watch shows i'm like i could do that i couldn't do that the hubris on me is ridiculous i could not (laughs) do that (laughs) but with these i'm like i could solidly not do that like there's no way i could do anything that they're doing
0: and i appreciate
1: that even more so
0: that's so fun that's it that's it for me i think I guess the only other thing happened like noteworthy in my world is that I got out of town for the day. I went to Wisconsin to see my family and I actually, Wisconsin for the day for the day. Well, yeah, wow. I, was, I stayed one I night. Love it. But, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and I had actually, it was for a family funeral. Um, but I, and I was really just there to support family. It was, um, an old, uh, kind of grumpy uncle passed away. Uh, but we all were, you know, it's like one of those folks who, um, yeah, it's just like a little bit grumpy and also just like incredibly endearing. Um, so it was hmm. sad to see him pass away. But um, it was also something a expected. So for me, personally, I, it wasn't, um, I don't know, I felt like emotionally quite fine about it. And so hmm. it was, And this is maybe weird to say, but it was like a really lovely excuse to see a lot of family that I hadn't seen in a very long time, Um, especially, you know, considering the pandemic. And it was also nerve wracking. I said at the top that I've been around more people in the last month than I have, like, in the last two years, (laughs) it feels like. Um, And that's true. When I, you know, um, saying that, I was talking about the shop, but also, like, I was in a room with, like, 60 people and only five of Mm -hmm. us had masks on. Uh, And that was not my preference to be around that many folks, but it felt like a calculated decision that I felt mostly good about um Mm -hmm. it was just such a delight to see so many family members and then also to spend the day with my dad that was really fun um it was like a we kind of joked that it was like a combination like my birthday his father's day and then you know the um the, the funeral ceremony kind of all in one day for us and so it was like all of these different you know, compartments of like what we were trying to do throughout the day, but it was really nice. So, and then I, you know, I love to drive. Um, and when I left on Thursday morning, it was just like early and the sun was out and I had my music loud in my car and it was just like the best start to the drive home. Um, so it was nice to get out of town for a minute. Yeah. I mean, that
1: is f- so accurate about trying to capture so many missed opportunities with people when you see them. Yeah. Um, especially family. Mm-hmm. I just, like, there are a couple people in my family that I've seen multiple weekends in a row, which, like, before we'd see each other maybe twice a year, <laughs> like, on mm-hmm. holidays. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, how is this happening? This is great. I love it. I love to see you this much. And, like, clearly we missed each other enough to make it happen this many times to make up for all those other times we missed. Yeah. And
0: yeah. it just – it felt like I really – I don't know. It was – I had just, like, a really great time seeing people. And I guess, like, to your point, like, I I kind of – I think it was part of the reason why it felt so great is just because it had been so long overdue. Yeah. Yeah. I think funerals, in my
1: experience, are always bittersweet because you do get to see family that you don't see for a long amount of time. Um, And also, I got to ask, did you have, like, a Lutheran meal afterwards? Were there? mm
0: Butter rolls. There was and a light spread. Salad of, spread mm-hmm, and bars. There, yes. Okay. So um wow, you've been to a funeral in <laughs> in these parts yes. before, haven't yes, you? Yes, ma'am. There <laughs> yes, were ma'am. turkey sandwiches on a roll. There was potato okay. salad and there were bars. So of course. we were <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So the classics. Um yeah. And then actually it was really like after We did, we had, like, a little dinner there. We went over to my stepbrother's family's house, and they, like, made us, like, a big meal. I was just, like, so, I don't know. I jammed in interactions with so many family members. It was, yeah, it was great. (laughs) Good for you, dude. Good for you. Okay, I think... We got to get into some some fat content here. I mean, we say this all the time. One could argue that everything we say is fat content, as we are fat. Um, but I know mm-hmm. we have a couple of things that we want to talk a little bit more about in this. Yeah, let's dive into it. So I think one of the things that you wanted to talk about was the video that mom sent us. Not our mom, but a friend. And <laughs> a matter of fact, <laughs> mom spelled M-A-U-M.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, our friend mom. Um, aka Emily Allen. Um, she's. I hope she listens to this. I'm sure um, she, she will. Sent, yeah, she sent me a Samantha B. video, which we love. Samantha B. on the Bee's show. Good, yes, yeah, and she just came really hard for the diet industry. And I think there's something quite powerful whenever you watch like the Daily Show or John Oliver or Samantha B. When you splice these bigger social patterns together back to back, you just see how truly ridiculous they are Mm -hmm. and how it's just parodying the same thing and saying nothing at the same time. Um, And so the topic du jour uh, was the quarantine 15 and how ridiculous a concept that is. I mean, it's not like it's new um, based on what we're talking about on the podcast, but it just feels very Uh, vindicating to see Samantha B talk about how ridiculous one talking about how something like the quarantine 15 is and how it's just being used by every news talk show etc to just push diet industry information um, or diet expectations especially when we're still in the midst of a pandemic and for having people feel like oh now it's over now I have to lose all this weight when so many people's bodies change whether because of um like more sedentary lifestyle staying at home or like actual changes to their body due to covid or other things that have transpired over mm-hmm. the last year two years um so yeah i just uh i loved seeing it back to back she's very uh sharp very funny and it's just I, – I don't know why we still keep treating weight gain like a moral failure. And it's easy yeah. for me to say that because we've been talking about it for so long. A lot of people don't do that. But like even the advice, like they splice together advice from Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz and it's Bleh. like, you know, I love – 4 p.m. just having a big glass of water and a bowl of carrots and it's like what is your life that at 4 p.m. on the dot you can like have a horse moment uh just like a feed bag of carrots I don't know or like <laughs> Dr. Phil saying broccoli's hard to eat but a bean and cheese burrito goes down like a wood chipper what? how are you eating sir how are you eating oh. I don't know and not to say that like also like wood chipper after we um got to do that filming with Alec has a very distinct <gasps> image in my mind because we talked of... about movie Fargo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a wood chipper is just a very distinct image in my mind. So I can't really put a bean and cheese <laughs> oh, no. with that. Rough. But I would say please watch the, the videos. They're on YouTube. And it's we'll just, link them. Yeah, we'll link them. And it's just really good. It's really good to acknowledge that like, yeah, your body has changed most likely. And you're still alive and Mm -hmm. hey that's great so why listen to these folks oh the one other thing too is she talked about how quarantine 15 was coined from freshman 15 and freshman 15 isn't actually a real thing like there's no data out there to prove that a large majority of like I was gonna say children people Mm -hmm. who attend college or are their first year um, undergraduate college Um, student gain 15 pounds. And so that fallacy has now contributed to this kind of big social pattern, which is yeah. just highly disappointing. So that's okay. I'll, I'll stop talking. No, now. that's
0: all good so. stuff. And I thought especially the like interrogating well, like, okay, we're comparing this to freshman 15, but that's, is that really even a thing? I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we both love that in these vids um, Lindo Bacon is referenced. Their work is yes. referenced. I think we always feel good when Lindo weighs in. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually so I know mom shared the videos with you and you shared them with me, but then I also saw them shared in um, the local Twin Cities fat community page and another video like just under I was like oh look at all this fat content I'm getting um there was another little quick video about Cass Elliot that I watched quickly and also Lindo Bacon was referenced there and so I just like the more we see this like good, good, you know, the good word being shared um, from Lindo okay. and folks that Girl. are, <laughs> you know, what kind of good word I mean, though the nice Haze um, word, yes. on every size based research yes. and science, yeah, yes. and just like w- helping to distance um, health from weight, right? Um, but anytime Lindo is around, that makes me feel good. Um, but yeah, Samantha B is great, great vids. We will, um, we'll link them, and I'll also share. I could link that Cass Elliot one too because that was really interesting to me yeah that sounds like a great idea okay kind of related to what we're talking about something that you and i have been chatting about is um just like bodies changing needing new clothes and i think we both want to go on record as saying hey people if your body has changed you can get clothes that fit your current body and that is okay and we would just like love and encourage you to do that
1: Mm -hmm. and i know so I was talking to a friend of mine who's his body has changed quite a bit, and he feels like a type of way about it. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's normal to feel that way. And it's like, also, like, you should have clothes that you really like. He's like, yeah, but I invested a lot of money into those old clothes. And so I think there are a lot of reasons why, you know, trying things on or, or looking to find other clothes are difficult. Like, we talk about it yeah. regularly, like cost, accessibility, Um the emotions that are tied to taking in that action. Uh, So I'm not saying like go out and buy a new capsule collection, but like find something that you enjoy that you can wear that can make you feel comfortable on a regular basis, even if it's not like a whole ensemble, just because you deserve it. You deserve to feel comfortable and happy and supported on a regular basis.
0: And it can even be as easy as like looking through your current closet right now and just like setting the things aside that are not working right now and having the things that do fit, that you do feel comfortable, that you do feel confident in closer to where you're going to be able to see them every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's just such a big thing. You know, a lot of folks have been coming through the shop and commenting on how their bodies have been changing. And I really like applaud. I don't know. I just, it feels like people are, from what I've observed from folks kind of chatting about this, um, at work, it feels like everyone's heads are on so straight and I just so appreciate it. Like, um, really being very matter of fact about bodies changing and just being like, yep, this is the situation. And so like, I'm here to find clothes that work for me, or I'm just like getting used to what this like new normal for me is like. Um, I just, I think a lot of people's bodies have changed. And so, like you said, like it's, if, you know, to feel some type of way about it, I think is normal and natural. Um, and also to just like give yourself grace and be open to feeling a little more at home and however your body is showing up. Yeah. I guess, I mean,
1: that is just kind of something that I want to carry with me in general and have yeah. been working on for a while. But I think certainly being confronted with myself and my own thoughts in my house for so many months on end <laughs> has also expedited that desire. Yeah. And so I'm wondering, like, what are other things that we are going to keep doing for ourselves or want to take with ourselves based on our time, you know, in the house, spending yeah. the house during the pandemic? I guess what... uh what do you want to carry with you, Cat?
0: Well, something that I've been thinking about a lot more because of like my work schedule changing is just like the desire for rest. Like mm-hmm. I I I was really struck at the beginning of all of this. So like um maybe like I felt like March, April, May we were pretty like, you know, a, a, not doing a, not working a lot I'm for me I wasn't working a lot I was home more and then in like June July when I started to try to get back to the shop a bit I'm talking last year um I just would get so tired so quick and I'd be like okay mm-hmm. I can do like three things today that is my max um mm-hmm. And while I think my stamina and endurance has gotten better since then, I'm really trying to recognize that like rest is just an essential part of my my schedule and my life. Um, And so that's what I'm being really thoughtful about. Like if I have two really like demanding 12 hour days, like, oh, mm -hmm, I'm going to need to like let myself sleep in and rest quite a bit the next day in order to just like be able to keep on functioning. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think I still feel a little funny about it. Like I wish I could just be like operating at peak efficiency all the time, um, but Mm -hmm. I I cannot. And so I just need to be able to build rest time into my schedule. And I've been doing pretty good with that so far. So that's something I really, really want to keep going with me. That is a
1: particular thing that I have been focusing on, too. Um, Yeah. Just because something I've historically done is, like, when resting, it's been a part of, like, procrastination maybe. Mm. Or if I'm just not feeling good and I rest, and the whole time I'll think, like – uh, are you not feeling good? Like, what could else could you be doing right now? Or like, what are you not doing that you should be doing? Oh, and it's just this yeah. cycle that ruins the whole point it's of not rest- restorative. <laughs> it's not restorative. And so I think I've been really trying to be like, hey, maybe you do just need an afternoon where you don't do anything. And mm-hmm. like, you're okay with not doing anything. And you don't think about how it's a beautiful day. So you should be outside. It's like, no, nah, babe, like, we're just going to hang out. We're just going to watch this episode of Loki, another show I didn't talk about it all that oh, yeah. I have been staying up on and I'm enjoying watching immensely or I'm just going to do some embroidery or I'm going to water my plants or I'm just gonna be sitting here and feel like kind of miserable because mm. that's how I feel right now mm. and that's how my body feels and I think uh yeah tuning into that is going to be something that I'm gonna actively work on and then also just like allow for that's, that's the thing I'm going to carry with me, I think. Yeah.
0: We'll see. So, I think... We'll see how long. I think that's
1: good. This is veered away from fat stuff. Again, arguably, we are fat. So are fat. everything yeah. here is fat. <laughs> I, I do have something that is grinding my gears Tell when me. it comes to fat stuff. What is it? It's just, I think this is going around social media the other day. Some weird folks in the UK <sighs> and New Zealand say we have this yes. new weight loss device, oh which God. is a magnetic oh my God. Uh, thing that gets put on your... Teeth to keep your jaw closed so you can only take in liquids. And it's just like, are we still doing this? It's like this. It's still what we
0: think is going to help. A simpler version of of wiring your jaw shut, right? Yeah. Like a simpler version of that. So ridiculous. Magnetic, just in case something happens.
1: You know, (laughs) they need to help you open your mouth. I cannot. I cannot. This is medieval and it's also not helpful for anyone. I just. Also, the UK just does some really weird messed up stuff. Yeah. Like they have been hit like take in 2021, they took away a sixteen and thirteen year old from their family due to lack of weight loss in the children over a period of time. Oh. Um and and it's and like in the articles that I read about it, it's not that these children were being neglected. In fact, they had really caring, attentive parents who were fat as well. Um, but they were still taken away because the judges decided that it was not appropriate for these children to be overweight. And I just feel like it's barbaric and weight being used to break up family systems is just, I don't know, another, I mean, we want to talk about oppressive systemic um, injustices. I think that's what it is too. Yeah, I, I can't understand why that would be an important or a good idea if children are being well cared for in every other sense of the word and they're just not losing weight like why you would break up a family that seems heartless to me really troubling yeah
0: and actually that kind of um theme reminds me of some stuff that we discussed in our most recent podluck. we listened to a she's all fat episode about fat liberation and um i think fat pregnancy or fat for t- not for reproductive, si- reproductive justice, justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the conversation veered into like a lot of parenting stuff, and so that makes me think of it. Oh, it's yeah. just like super alarming, super troublesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, we don't need to go on and on about this gross jaw contraption thing. Um, I think it is very clear how it's very messed up, but I will say one good thing that came of this <laughs> is that mm-hmm. looking at all of the tweets like that were you know laying out why this is not okay, someone tweeted a picture or like a gif from this a movie that i forgot i loved when i was young called camp anyone anyone and um mm-hmm. the there's this like it, it's like supposed to be you know like um played for laughs in like an ironic way of like a pointing out that this is an issue way but there's this girl who go it's a the camp is like a performing arts camp and there's this girl who goes to camp and like her parents are dropping her off the bus to go, and the, her friends learn that her jaw has been wired shut. And her parents are like, She wanted to come to this camp, but we wanted her to go to a weight loss camp. So we're doing this instead. And it's like, It's a performing arts camp. This person cannot oh talk or sing. You know, <laughs> it was just like very. Yeah. And there, I think um, toward the end of the movie, something else happens. But um, I just was reminded of this show that I loved so much when I was in high school. And so. Not happy for this draw contraption, but thank you to the person who tweeted that moment from that show. That is that is all I have to say the, on the matter. Is
1: this the Disney movie with the Jonas Brothers? What are we talking? I don't about? believe so. Um, you would know. I feel like you would know the Jonas no, Brothers. I think were this it was like not.
0: years before the Jonas Brothers. I think this came out in like two thousand three. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's a. I don't know if I'd like it anymore, but seeing that little gift makes me think. Maybe I need to look this up again. Me and my high school bestie, Christine Orgard, we, oh, we watched the shit out of that movie. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think
1: I don't understand the people who want to wire people's mouths shut. Well, they, I just, I cannot get over it. They just don't
0: understand, like, what's actually happening here. You know, it's like, it's a short-sighted understanding of, like, what health actually is and, um... It's just I mean, could someone lose weight? Yeah, of course. Will that be at all sustained? Very unlikely. And will it cause damage to their bodies? Assuredly. So it's just like this is I don't understand what they're trying to do, but this doesn't seem like it's going to accomplish a whole lot. It's like how many fat
1: folks who are knowledgeable about this were actually asked yeah, right. or included in the design process of this
0: hey actually that what you just said is a perfect segue into Weird. another fat thing what? that I want to mention perfect segue you say huh? you're queen, you have queen of the segue <laughs> okay so we both sleep on big fig mattresses and we have gone on record as really enjoying them um and I there's a lot of on record in I this know, episode I I realized I said I've that again <laughs> But it's editing. true. It's I true. I think it's because of that. We just watched that you, Dave episode. The, the Dave episode. <laughs> talks about that. Maybe that's why it's on my mind. Anyway, we both the Big Fig Beds. Sorry, I won't talk for you, but I um, like generally have really, really good feelings about Big Fig as a company. They're the only, or I think maybe there's others now, but they were the first company to really explicitly prioritize folks with bigger bodies for their beds. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all of their advertising and all of their you know, copy on their website. It's all just like speaking to people who are fat. And sometimes they use the word fat and often they say like a bigger figure, but it's clear who they're talking to. And I really appreciate my body size being prioritized in this, you know, in creating a mattress, Mm -hmm. right? And they have, I think- um, I imagine they've had someone different, like new working social media because it's gotten quite a bit better in the last like year or so. And mm. recently I didn't catch the this was like on Wednesday when I was doing all this fam time, so I wasn't on my phone, but I caught on Thursday an apology they issued. Um, where they had posted. I didn't see the original post, but there was like a blog post, and I think corresponding icon or something image rather on their um, Instagram feed that talked about how just like talking about weight gain and infertility being linked to oversleeping. Um, I think in a way that was probably pretty irresponsibly stated. And so it was like a, mm-hmm. an apology kind of retracting that. And I mean... I thought the apology was fine. um, But, you know, we want to we want to see actions, not words. Um, But some of the comments under the apology, I thought were really poignant. And the ones that I thought were most, um, I don't know, the ones that that I really took most note of were asking just what you asked moments ago which is where are the fat people in all of this are there fat people working for you are there fat people on your content creation team are there fat people who are part of these processes because assuredly some of those people would understand that like the things that you're saying maybe are not wise to say and additionally like you are your market is like plus size folks so like be thoughtful about what you're saying like not only like the you know there's the right thing to say but there's also the thing you want to be thinking about who your messaging is going to um and it just seems really clear that there aren't a lot or enough fat people behind the scenes um to Mm. to be representative um so yeah i think that that's just like very interesting um and something that felt Mm -hmm. like i don't know fat news if you will yeah
1: It is. It's just disappointing. I think we've seen that happen with other like clothing lines for plus size folks, too, where it's like the people in charge are just so um, unassociated with the reality of fat folks in their lives. You
0: know, this is kind of related. um, I kind of forgot about this until just now. A A while ago, months ago. They posted a graphic where they had. I actually messaged them about this. They posted a graphic, um, something related to sleep, and they talked about dreaming. And they had an image of a dream catcher, and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh yikes! I wouldn't do that." And so I messaged yeah. them, was like, "Hey, Big Fig, what? Just like." Wanted to make you aware that this, like, is probably not appropriate to have as a graphic for this, like, what you're trying to say here. Um, wanted to make sure you were aware of this. And then I maybe sent an article or something. I love to do that. To be like, excuse me, here's a corresponding article for you. <laughs> um, and oh, then they yeah. responded and so said, like, oh, thanks for bringing this to our attention. And they took it down um, and, cha- and changed it. I think they put the same thing out but with, like, a, a different image rather than the dreamcatcher. Nice. Which I thought was the way to go. Um so, I think that they are invested in, like, you know, listening and learning, whatever that is. But also, wouldn't it be nice if these, like, mistakes weren't made in the first place?
1: Let's tell that to the New York Times, oh, shall we? Oh, I oh, oh, cannot. Oh, oh. With that article that came out, I know it's, it's a little bit ago, dated at this point. But just, I mean, it's very much related to the Samantha B. piece that we were talking yeah. about, about how a lot of folks coming, well, who feel like they're exiting the pandemic um are told in this article that basically like mm, if you have fat friends if you have depressed friends like be careful that could be contagious to you that's not verbatim what they wrote but that's basically what they yeah. said is like cut these people out of your life yeah. because you don't want to be like them and it's just like excuse me new york times what who allowed that to get written and, <laughs> and spread so widely? And I I got to assume that either A, they just truly have no concept of this or B, they just want to be talked about. Because yeah. I think that's what so much needs to happen with um, a lot of journalism these days. That's a good
0: point. But yeah.
1: I don't know. That was a wild article. I
0: just I mean, I think that most fat people want more fat friends <laughs> um not because like for, because we are able to understand what we go through in a way that is different than our friends who aren't fat um and so to try to like demonize that relationship or like vilify that feels just so gross to me and so clear that like you just said they don't know what they're talking about
1: I guess I, yes, like more fat friends, sure. And then also just more friends who understand why that article was so harmful. Because it's also just like really bad for like mental health and disability and other stuff too. And it's just like, what the hell are you doing, New York Times? Because I know there are a lot of different branches of the New York Times. And I'm not referencing the food. I'm not referencing the puzzles and the uh, <laughs> oh <laughs> crossword puzzling that I've gotten into <laughs> lately. I'm referencing more of like the daily, which you really love. Oh, unfortunately, I do on a regular basis. Yeah. yeah, I just I feel even more skeptical of things that are coming out from New York Times, also Star Tribune, also like oh, everything yeah. at this point. Because um, things are popping off in the Twin Cities, and the way that it gets reported is just quite intriguing. I know. In um, like not a fun way. But yeah, I just, I gotta say, like, I'm a skeptic. <laughs> That's all it is.
0: That's why we wrap up the yeah. show with me just saying, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's and, but I appreciate what you said about this. It's like, is it willful ignorance or is it like, you know, trying to actually like poke and want to be talked about, like purposely choosing certain things to say in order to be more on people's minds? Yeah. I, don't
1: know. I just don't want to know. Like, I don't want to know the people who agree with it, I guess. I just don't want to be associated with those folks.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same. And I just, oh, I wish, I don't know, Michael Barbaro, who I like so much from The Daily. I wish that he would have some things to say about this that I would agree with, but I fear that I would not agree. And so, yeah, that is.
1: I got <laughs> to bring him back to television because that's what we do. There's a show
0: on, I think it's Peacock. I think we talked, did we talk about Girls 5 oh, no, of Maybe. I mean, I have not watched it. I want to, but I haven't. Have you watched? I did I watched all of yes. it and there is, there is this one just like joke it's just
1: so ridiculous but there's this joke this character is worried that her uh, son she lives in New York is going to grow up to be a New York lonely boy <laughs> where he's like the only child of like parents in yes. New York and so he's friends with the doorman and like would rather get sushi and he wears a fedora Funny. <laughs> she's just like really worried yeah. it is funny but at one point she's like let's just like have a dance party with this young child he's probably six or seven and he she's like let's just like let loose and have a dance party in our living room and he goes over he, he plays he like puts on some music and it turns out it's the daily <laughs> he's dancing to the, <laughs> the daily and she's like michael oh, the bar shut up <laughs> it was just the greatest oh my God, thing. It's um, so good. Of like a weird little joke that was built up that into this episode. so good. okay so, Girls Five Out. Can there I? There you go. Uh,
0: dare I? I know this is getting long, but may I connect this in a very tangential way to something else that we know and love and giggled about a lot? Yes. <laughs> Remember that yes, scene please. in Book Smart? <laughs> Where he goes, he's in the car, and he goes. Oh with my the god, music I know, and I'm it's a Brene Brown audiobook. No, it's not
1: Brene Brown, it's uh, Lean In oh, sorry, by it's Cheryl Sher- Samberg. <laughs> Even worse, but better it's way worse. <laughs> so much worse. The but girls need a ride desperately, no. they call up this dude. It's he's real got douche. The- <laughs> Curtis car, (laughs) and they hop in, and just blaring out the speakers is the introduction to lean in.
0: Oh my god! it was just it oh my god it got me it was yeah so that's that, that thing very from good. girls five ever sounds hilarious and also akin to this other very laughable moment wow um we just took y'all on a journey so thanks for keeping up thanks and for... apologies if you didn't hope you stuck around yeah. <laughs> if you didn't couldn't blame we... you but you did no, we were, we're not judging <laughs> okay is it about that time <laughs>
1: To answer Kat's question, it is about that (laughs) time,
0: folks. We have come to the end of this episode. We got to wrap this up how we always do. So let me pub our website, matteroffatpod.com, where you will find show notes and transcripts and info about Matter of Fat, access to older episodes, and info about upcoming podlucks. And we've been sharing this season about the wonderful Fat Cash.
1: Matter of Fat Cash! It's a way you can show us some love and help fund the pod, and you can find us on Venmo at matter of fat pod and of course we have all the details about this on our website and uh, this episode's fat cash shout out goes to Christina thank
0: you for sending some fat cash our way it is much appreciated yes thanks Christina and as always y'all please subscribe rate and review the podcast wherever you catch matter of fat we love to shout you out in our next outro if you're able to share an apple podcast and always share and tag us on social media we love to reshare your tags on our Instagram stories. Until next time when we're back with another episode of Matter Matter of Fat.